Good morning, and welcome to The Freaks. If you've been with us before, you know what The Freaks are about. If you're new, welcome. But before we begin, you should be aware of a series of very important warnings. First and foremost, The Freaks are not for children. In all honesty, there's some grown adults that can't even handle them. The Freaks are not fake news. Nope. They've been gleaned fresh right from the unseemly underbelly of the internet. Yes, these are people who share or shared this world. And their antics are, at best, highly unusual, and at worst, mind-scarringly horrific. But no matter how you stack the freaks, and no matter how your day's going, you're gonna feel so much better about yourself when you hear about people's actions that are far and away unacceptable, mind-bogglingly ignorant, intellectually bankrupt, profoundly drunk, poor decision-making, half-wit, sanctimonious reprobates. Your life, by comparison, is gonna seem like a sweet dream. So strap on your helmets and buckle in. And if any time during the presentation of the freaks you taste blood or metal, that's normal. It's not good, but it's normal. So the door to the freak stands open, my friends. You're welcome to step through if you think you can handle it. Welcome to the freaks for Monday. There's always those people out there that they gotta push the edge. They gotta be the unnecessary daredevil. Two people were killed after they crashed into an Amtrak train uh, Saturday night in Houston. Uh, the vehicle was trying to beat the train to the crossing. If I'm in a car with someone and they try to do that, I'm going to choke them out. I, I just, that's got to be right one, before they get hit by the train. It's got one of the <laughs> dumbest things. The car collided with the passenger train, was quickly engulfed in flames. The two people who were thrown from the vehicle were pronounced dead at the scene. There's a reason the arms are activated. These are the police who are now saying, there's a reason that the lights and sounds and the hey, hey, hey. The train was carrying 81 passengers traveling westbound to New Orleans. It remained upright and intact on the track. It never ends well when somebody tries to beat a train. It's going to be a lengthy investigation. What's the investigation? They tried to beat the train. They failed. End of investigation. Ty goes to the train. Yeah, I was going to say, don't try to beat something that if you don't, there is no way you're going to survive because that is going to take you out. The weight ratio of a locomotive to a car is the same as a car to a soda can. And it's got that Smash. much momentum behind yeah. it, but it's not its not just like a single boom and then it stops. <laughs> this one kind of makes me giggle. A serial attacker is on the loose in Greenville, North Carolina. His weapon of choice? A plate full of whipped cream. Yes, local police have been... a. Uh, notified, an unidentified man has been, is the primary suspect for a string of assaults that began on Wednesday. Uh, apparently, people just walking down the street, a guy comes up and hits him in the face with a plate full of whipped cream and dashes off into the distance. <laughs> I guess he enjoyed that. So I was going to say there, there's a whipped creamer out there. Just uh, be, just be aware, you know. <laughs> the scary thing is that that could be a plate full of acid. You know, what I mean, it just happens to be whipped cream. Yeah. He's, you know what? He's probably filming himself for YouTube or something like that. I can deal with whipped cream. Yeah, I'll just say it's no big deal. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna smell on him when he's in the back of the patrol car for a yep. couple of hours. You ever, you know, I guess uh, I know the answer to this question. You have to put someone in the back of the control, uh, patrol car that just stinks to high heavens. Oh, yeah. For whatever reason. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Then you got to ride with that that stink all the way back to the... I have driven to the jail with all four windows rolled down in the car. <laughs> Even there. Try and Jump stop. out if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I, trying to stop from gagging. Oh, it's oh. awful. Now, this is right here from uh, Northwest Georgia. Police say a man killed his grandmother, and this is horrible, by stuffing her into a freezer while she was still alive. Uh, Floyd County Police discovered the 82-year-old body of Doris Cummings late Thursday in the uh, home she shared with her grandson. 
29-year-old evil fiend Robert Keith Tincher III. Police said, uh, believes Cumming was injured in a fall. Instead of seeking help, investigators say he dragged her through the home, wrapped her in plastic bags, and placed her in the large freezer, even though he could still see her breathing and could see movement. I don't believe that. I think he just put her in there. I don't know. But you know, e- either way, either way, you're an evil fiend, and, and I hope you fry. I'm, I'm so, you know what? That probably shouldn't have said that, but uh, that just popped right out. A very determined and very naughty bear has walked back more than 100 miles to the hometown they removed him from. Good <laughs> Juan Cartiro hit the headlines last year after several high-profile crimes in the Italian town. Uh, he'd become famous for biscuit thievery, break-ins, and public urination. I got a brother like that. In March, the two-year-old was set behind bars in an enclosure for problem animals. Uh, in a bid to rehabilitate the bothersome bear, authorities released him into the wilds of the Alpine Mountains. But Juan simply walked his way back, a journey of more than 100 <laughs> miles. They said they could track him the whole way. He had a satellite collar on. So I guess they knew he was coming back. He's almost here. Yep, here he is. <laughs> I just hope that they don't have to euthanize him because a lot of times yeah, when they do yep. things like that, it's getting towards the end of the... Maybe take him a thousand miles away. Well, he's going to be mad if they do that. That's a long that, walk. That's a long walk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, now this, I hope, I truly hope they make these people pay for this. Honolulu firefighters had to rescue two fatigued hikers who were walking on the Friendship Trail. The women who'd been hiking alone became exhausted after being on the trail for two hours. They called 911. The helicopter arrived and flew them back. Ladies, ladies, sit down, collect your thoughts, get your wind back, and, and walk, walk down. Yeah. You, two hours. Okay. So, I, you know, that's what's the helicopter flight There's cost? that vein again. That helicopter flight cost has got to be like a three, $4,000. Yeah, they're not cheap. Put that on their, their room tab. All right, let's take our final break of the show and come back with our final handful of freaks. Talk Radio 102.3 FM. Now back to the freaks with our big old buddy, Freaky Bradkinson. All right, in a matter of moments, we will give you the most recent national keyword. The sale of Tom Brady's final touchdown ball was sold for $518,000 has been voided. Let's pretend that didn't happen. The buyer of what was supposedly Tom Brady's last touchdown ball, a 55-yard throw to wide receiver Mike Evans against L.A. Rams last season, won't have to hand over the $518,000 he bid on it. Uh, he announced his retirement from Tampa Bay on February 1st. The ball sold for half, over half a million he uh, unretired less than 24 hours later. He's like, hey, it's, it's supposed to be the last touchdown ball you know, ever. <laughs> why can't the guy make up his mind? Luckily for the anonymous collector, a mutual agreement between the buyer, the seller, and the auction house voided the sale. So I guess it still has a, a place in history, but it's not his last touchdown ball anymore, which made it uber valuable. This is kind of sad, but I'm glad at least he's getting a little recognition. Zippy Chippy. It's a horse. It was a, a racing horse. They called him the horse racing's lovable loser. He died at 31. Never won a race. He became famous for losing 100 races. Zippy heart. Chippy's owner trainer got the horse in 1995 in trade for a Ford pickup. Throughout his racing career, Chippy came in second place eight times and third place 12 times. 
so-called short-legged horse. Poor guy. I mean, he was right there. He was right there. So-called lovable loser even made People's Magazine's list of most intriguing personalities. Zippy Chippy's final race, which he lost in 2004. Uh, the cause of death has not been released. 31, that's, I guess that's a good amount of years that's for a, a horse. That's a lot of years for a horse. It's a lot of years to, to be a loser. <laughs> I don't know. I've been one all my life. <laughs> so I wonder who, who was betting. <laughs> Did you say Who was betting on Zippy is what I'm wondering. He's the underdog. Really? What's his record? He's never won a race. <laughs> He Boy, is the he, underdog. I guarantee you somebody would made a lot of money if had he won him. No kidding. Yeah. A thousand unzippy. Are you kidding? <laughs> now this, we've all heard of people learning to drive, crashing. My my good friend Ron Harris was teaching his girlfriend to drive in his new car. She drove it into a ditch full of water. If you're going to teach somebody, <laughs> use an old car. And go out into the Salt Lake Flats or something. Yeah, like where they get nothing to hit. And a woman in Melrose, Massachusetts. Was practicing driving with her learning permit. Got out of control. Crashed into several headstones in a cemetery. At least eight headstones were knocked over and broken. <laughs> You've just desecrated eight graves. No, no, no. I, I think, no, no. I think your, your driving skills are going to be haunted for the rest of your days. The 53-year-old was with a relative in the car using the cemetery to drive around and practice. Neither of them were hurt. Several of the headstones damaged. Officials say uh, they were able to get all of them back upright in the original spots after repair of the ones that were broken. 53 years old and just learning to drive. There are people like that. There's some people that just, they don't want, some people don't want to learn. They're like, you know what, screw it. I don't want to learn that. Never had to right. until the husband died and now they got to be know, able to get there. And, and I guess it's a little imposing. It, it was when we first learned back when we were 16, you know, it was, it was scary then. I can't imagine how scary it is to an yeah. older person. No kidding. Now, this, uh, there's a couple questions here. Uh, obviously, this guy's a fiend. A defendant who allegedly murdered a 70-year-old man and microwaved and ate part of the victim's remained has uh, been declared mentally fit to proceed to go to trial. Now, along with his cannibalism charge, which is punishable by 14 years in prison, that's it? You get 14 years in prison for cannibalism? Well, Jeez. I guess it depends on if you clean your plate or not. Or maybe if you, if you murdered the guy. Apparently, they says uh, the charge is the first of its kind in, in Idaho since the state banned the practice more than three decades ago. A murder charge could result in a life sentence with a death penalty. Here's my two questions. If you're going to eat someone, why a 70-year-old guy? And what are you doing microwaving them? Everyone knows you put people on the barbecue. That makes it tough. Yeah, you, but yeah I was going to say, you don't microwave you someone. You know, if it's in Idaho, just think you can have a nice foot and a big baked potato, potato. salad mm. with you. Know. Maybe some corn. On the foot? Time it. Uh, here's a friendly reminder to put your phones away from your kids. A TikTok user recently shared that his four-year-old nephew used his parents' smartphone to order over $100 worth of uh, products from Starbucks. Yes, egg bites, cake pops, iced coffees, grand lattes, all over $100 worth, and tipped them 32 bucks. So they had kind of a laugh about it and maybe a little bit of a caffeine overdose. Yeah, I think so. Here's going to be the final story of the day and, and this is this is a story that really exemplifies what freaks are all about two people were killed friday night when a vehicle they were traveling and collided with and roll was rolled over by a steamroller oh, no. in a construction site in the highway the wreck occurred shortly before 9 p.m the southbound lanes of route 73 uh the two people were pronounced dead at the scene if you can believe that the car was run over by a steamroller how are you even going to get them out of there 
Uh, DRT, dead right there. Yeah. The worker operating the heavy construction vehicle was also injured in the crash, listed in stable condition. Wow, they hit a a steamroller hard enough to actually hurt the driver, but... uh, Will they just slip them under the door? Can you imagine being the driver of the steamroller? No, I can't. Uh, That'd be hard to live with. There you go. There's your nightmare fuel for the day. Thank you, everyone who joined us. Uh, For for the texters out there and for all you hungover people.